is chilling. What more can I what say? What more can you Top say? This is your man Bill Bellamy. This is the number one podcast in the nation. It is the number one podcast for the culture, the movement, and the discussion. Today we have one of my favorite football players of all time. He don't even know it. Uh, <laughs> NFL champion, uh, Heisman Trophy winner, Mr. USC. I can just keep going on now. He's, you know, a Fox <laughs> analyst uh, yeah, over man. there at Fox Sports. Yes, sir. I, I, I had to have him. Ladies and gentlemen, can we can we introduce the top villain family, Reggie, Mr. Spectacular Bush in the building. Let's yes, go. Sir. Let's go. Let's yes, sir. go. <laughs> First of all, the reason why I said Spectacular Reggie, you don't know this, right? Before we ever became friends, mm-hmm. I always wanted you to get the ball because <laughs> that's crazy. Me too. <laughs> because with with you, you it was like it was guaranteed money. Yeah, it's like whether you get it on a punt return, yep. whether you got uh, you came out the slot, whether mm-hmm. you running on a halfback pitch, yep. you was gonna make something. I mean, something. God damn. <laughs> Was you always like that? Um, you know what? Starting from 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 young, okay. When I first played football, um, you know, a quick little story. Uh, my so my my parents, my mom didn't want me to play football. Okay. She was very protective, and she thought, oh man, you know, it's too it's too aggressive. He might get hurt. And once I, you know, was playing on the playgrounds in school, and I was fasting everybody, and I was, you know, moving, making Singing moves around everybody. <laughs> it was like, man, you should play football. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, let me think, let me think about that. So I talked to my mom, and then eventually we ended up finding the team that I joined. <clears throat> and my second game ever, I was nine years old. I had eight touchdowns. <laughs> And 544 yards rushing oh, in one game. In one game. In one game. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can see that. So my parents were like, oh, yeah, I think he good I here. I think he all right. You know, let's get him <laughs> out of that karate. Yeah. <laughs> karate. <laughs> why is karate always the first thing? Black people always want you to be able to fight. I don't know why we always go karate. We never well, say we kung fu. We never say jujitsu. Yeah. Get, get him a karate. <laughs> That's funny, man. But but this is the thing that's absolutely um, amazing. Even when I was last night, I was watching some of your highlights. A lot of it is just instinct. Like yeah. the way the way it was almost like watching you in a video game. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Your instincts are just so yeah. so in this in the moment that cats miss you. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're there, right. but you're 100%. not. Hundred percent. And I think that comes from you know one growing up and just the kind of the way we play football in the neighborhood was just like. You know, uh, everybody had this game where, you know, you throw the ball up in the air and you catch the ball and then you just got to make a move on, on, on somebody. You got to go score a touchdown. And I think from those early memories to once I started playing football in Little League, Pop Warner, and um, my first coaches that I had. Hold on one second. Somebody son? trying to get on the show. My son. <laughs> Darren, why are you calling me right now? Yeah, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> What's wrong? Nah, nah, I don't say. Yeah, there's food at home. Go eat. I know you're starving. I'll call you afterwards. He's driving. He's driving now. He's hey, it don't, it don't stop, do it? What? <laughs> In the middle of the podcast, is it food home? It don't matter how old they get. Don't matter. <laughs> you're right, still going to be pop. Oh, golly. Okay, where was it? Um, boom, 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 boom. So we was just talking about, you know, just, just the in, the instincts yeah. that I played with, man. And, you know, again, it, it comes from experience one, but, you know, I've always felt like I've had great vision on the football field. Okay. And I think vision is also not something that, 
you know, it's not just on the field, but even off the field too. You know, I feel like I've been, you know, God has blessed me with just having vision. And on the football field, I used it to my best abilities. Oh my and God. so one of the things that, you know, was that I would, you know, I, I was able to do was if there was a guy in front of me and then a guy behind him, I was looking at the second guy. I was already had mentally moved past that first dude <laughs> hey, in front on. of me. You're not getting He was me. already done. <laughs> so I actually was already like instinctually looking at the second guy and planning my, my move for that oh, next guy. And, and so that was something that, you know, again, it's, it's it comes with a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication, a lot of time and effort that you put into it. Um, I mean, I played football from the time I was nine years old to the time I was 32. Yeah, and so. I mean, and, and it was it was just, I remember hearing about you. Um, I was on the East Coast at the time. I yeah. was doing, um, when you were, um, I was working in New York at the time mm -hmm. and uh, when you were in college. And I was just like, you were always coming across. Boom, yeah. yo, Reggie Bush. I'm like, yo, who the hell is that? Yeah. Next thing I know, I'm watching on TV and I'm like, oh, I know who that is. <laughs> All you see is this burgundy and, and burgundy yeah. and goddamn gold flying across the screen. <laughs> I'm like, yo. And I remember like, you remind me, it's two players that you guys have this speed thing that's crazy. Mm -hmm. um, it was uh, Deshaun Watson. Yes. Yep. So it's like you don't kick, don't, don't kick it to him. Mm -hmm. And there's another cat that's fast like that was the guy who's a punt returner for uh, Chicago Bears. Um, oh, Devin Hester. Devin Hester. <laughs> Devin you, Hester please do not kick it to Devin don't Hester. Don't kick it to him. Because it's, it's, ridic <laughs> like, it's ridiculous what he can do with the yes. ball. And it stopped. How do you, how you how were you able to stop yeah. jump and then play like and, and then explode again? That was like yeah. some Barry Sanders that, juke move. Thing. That was that was my inspiration. In all honesty, so growing up for me, I had two guys okay. that were like my inspiration guys that I wanted to be. One was Barry Sanders, and the other one was Deion Sanders. Ooh. And so Prime and and Barry were you know the guys who I wanted to emulate, and and that was. Why? So Deion Sanders returned punts. You know he played. Oh yeah, he, he played multiple. He, he multiple played positions. DB, but he played multiple positions. And one of the positions he was great at was punt return. And I remember seeing highlights of him in college. He would go back to return punts, and he would get the crowd hype like this. And then Barry Sanders was polar opposite when it comes to personality, <laughs> yeah. right? Quiet. But on the field was, was a, a beast. killer, right? Ooh. And you couldn't touch this dude in a phone booth, and so. I couldn't, I didn't, I wanted to play running back, but I also wanted to have some of that prime time, you know, like that that special specialness on the field mm -hmm. um, in my game. So that's why I started returning punts because I wanted to be a combination of both those guys. So, so you were able to, were you able to just kind of dictate that based on your ability or were they just, you know, the coaches just like, mm -hmm. yo, dude, you just can't, we, we get to utilize every aspect of this talent. It was more, I think it was more me, um, you know, kind of taking the step and initiative to wanting to do it. Because okay. first you got to want to go back there and return punts. Not everybody's built for it. And right. you got to go, you got to want to go back there and return kicks. And so for me, I always saw punt returns and kick returns as another opportunity to get the ball in my hands. Facts. But also it was almost like a blank canvas because very different from offense and defense, you know, there's play calls that come in. Punt return, he's just like, hey, go make a, go make a play. Go make, go a make play. somebody <laughs> miss. Go, it's, it's prime time, like it's show time. You get the ball in your hands, go, go do something. Try to get to the other end. Exactly, <laughs> you know? And that's why I felt like I was best was when yeah. it come to when it came to those moments, those punt returns, when you just had to just improv. 
I'm really in awe of just that natural ability to watch yeah. you do it and just watching your highlights. I was just like, how could you yeah. do that? I see, <laughs> I seen you making people run into each other, stop, go, fly that way, you go that way, and, or just run by them. Yeah. It, it's incredible. And now, here's the thing that most people don't know. You're actually kind of small. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, you're not like this, you know, you're, you're not as big. Not like big. Adrian Peterson yeah, like or Derrick Henry. Or Derek, those, guys. those guys are bigger backs. Huge, huge. So yeah. was that kind of rough for you being a smaller, super fast guy getting hit by these big yeah. ass buildings? Well, I, I tried not to get hit. <laughs> <laughs> I tried my best not That's to get hit. That's why you were so slippery. That's why I had okay. to be so slippery, right? So fast because, you know, and that's the thing about football is, I always say this, football is so different from boxing mm -hmm. um, because boxing, you fight somebody who's in your weight class. Correct. Football, you playing against somebody that's 6'6", six, six, 300 pounds, and runs a 4'5". You know oh, what I'm saying? So it's impossible for me to physically defeat somebody like that, you know what I'm saying, when if we were just going head up. But if I got the ball in my hands, I got space, he's done. He has no, he has no shot. He's cooked. So, you know, for me, I always – wanted to make sure that I utilized my superpower, which was my speed, my Absolutely. elusiveness, and my vision. Yeah, and it's funny, like, when you think about, like, how long you've done it, like, it, it's almost like you did a Tupac, you dropped five <laughs> albums and then left. You know what I'm saying? Like, like right, you, right, came right. In a, you came in the league, pop, 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 did yep, what you need to do, and then you did. just, and just left us, left yeah. us hanging. Like, yeah. we, we, we wanted some more Reggie Bush, you know what I'm saying? Like, you did a clean 10 and bounce. Yeah, well, I played, I played 11 years, right. um, and, you know, 10 years, uh, 10, 11 years, whatever it is, that last year, I don't even know if I really yeah, count that. Yeah, we ain't going to count. So let's say 10 You know, it was in Buffalo. They you didn't give me the ball. <laughs> I was just out there. But, you know, it, it on paper it counts. You know what I'm saying? That, that extra year counts. But, um, you know, playing that many years as a running back is not easy. Um, you know, it's there's, I think, the average um, career for a running back is around three to four years. Damn. And, you know, if you think about that, right, which is which is, you know, the toughest part I think about you know, playing in the NFL is just one, you have to understand, once you get there, you are on the clock. Like, you are literally on the wow. clock. And you could be out in three years, you could be out in four years, you might be blessed enough to play eight years. If you get the double-digit years, it's like, you, you, you beat the game. You beat the game. And, you know, we, we, we grind so much, we work so hard in our life to get to this moment, to get this opportunity, and it could be gone in, in, in one helmet to the knee. Or one blown ACL, right? Or you know, one big hit in the Philadelphia Eagles game, Yo, like I, like we talked took, about. Bro, I, I took an Excedrin. I don't know if y'all saw this. Uh, Reggie got hit so goddamn hard, right? It was uh, what, what do y'all call that? Was it a pitch out? What is it? What, what it was it? so. It was a uh, um, a swing route. A swing route. Where Drew was throwing me the ball, and this was a Philadelphia. This was a uh, divisional round playoff game, okay. right? So the next game, you win this game, you go to the NFC Championship game. Okay. And so this at this time, I think they had Hugh Douglas. They got uh, Brian Dawkins on the team. Oh my God. Uh, they got some dogs they over there. Some... They had some dogs. <laughs> Brian Dawkins was this dude. He, he called himself Wolverine. That's literally how yeah, he, he played. Yeah, he was literally. He literally dude, played like that. He going to eat you alive. And so I – I'll never forget, I had an option route against Brian Dawkins, and, and, and option route was my thing. Like, if, if you give me an option route, one-on-one -on -one space, it's showtime. I'm going to win 99% of the time. So I come out on this option route. B. Dawkins is right there. He comes down from the safety position, okay. and we out in the field, and I know he got me one-on-one. -on -one. I try to give him one of those hard, boom, boom, boom. And he stood right there and put his hands in my chest and shocked me backwards. 
And he was like, no, sir, young man. No, sir, young man. And so it was like, yeah, he stopped me. But then once he sunned me and it was like, no, oh, sir, young man. Oh, man. That was like took all my pride. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had no pride left inside. Bro, the, 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 hit, the hit was so crazy. The, like yeah. now the NFL is like, oh, my God, if you hit somebody too hard, they yeah, go, oh, yeah, my yeah. God, don't do that That to hit him. probably would have been a penalty now today. Yeah, today, that, that would be like a spirit or something. <laughs> something. Who was my man that played for Pittsburgh that kept getting fined? Was it Marvin uh, or something, Harrison? Uh, no, 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 uh, Troy Palomalu. No, no, not Troy. Troy used to hit hard too. What was the dude, the craziest dude that played for Pittsburgh? That James was getting, Harrison. James Harrison. Oh uh, yeah, James Harrison. James Harrison was getting fined human every being day, and he would not stop. He he said, "I just pay the money." Because he's trying to kill your ass. That's literally the scary. I think when you put up the scariest human beings in the world, James Harrison got to be. Got to be. He got to be. Up hey, there. look up if scary was a person. <laughs> like if somebody was to break in your house and it was James, oh, you you I'm just, out. just 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 give him, him everything he needs. Just take it. Now, uh, <laughs> now let's, Wait, let's at, go back to that hit, though. Okay, go so ahead. <laughs> you see, we we'll go back to that hit. The hit was, you know, was actually a great play by their defense because what they ran was a zone blitz, and mm -hmm. so in a normal blitz, if I got this swing route and our receiver has a slant route, and so the the way that Drew is reading that is, if it's zone, the receiver will sit and he'll just throw it to the receiver because my, my route will be dead. But if it's man coverage, okay. it's usually coming to me. And then okay. if they blitz, it's definitely coming to me. Absolutely. So what they ran was a zone blitz. So the linebacker blitz, but the corner sat. Ooh. And so soon as he sat and saw that ball go up in the air, it was, Oh it my was God. showtime. It was like, called, it was oh called Reggie, Reggie Bush about to lose his vision for about 13 seconds. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I, I literally lost my vision. I couldn't see No, I, I was just joking. You no, serious? I was dead ass, dead ass serious. So when he hit me, he hit me like right here in my sternum, in my chest, right? Okay. And it felt like I got hit with a, um, a bomb. <laughs> a bomb. It felt like I got hit with a cannonball. <laughs> right. And so knocked the wind out of me. I hit the ground. I jumped back up really quickly because, you know, I, I didn't want to show that I was down, right. but it hadn't registered in my brain yet that I couldn't breathe. There was literally no air in my stomach. So I dropped right back down to the ground. Now I'm crawling on the ground for air. Like I'm looking, I I'm looking that. anywhere I, I and everywhere for, for your air. Watch. I thought you was looking for your watch. I, I was looking for air. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so knocked the wind out of me and now I can't breathe and I'm tired. I don't know if anybody who's ever had the wind knocked out of them. It's it, painful. It, it oh. is painful, but scary it's because scary. you can't get, get it the back. air back. You like trying to fight for it and it's not coming back. And so I looked up into the stands and it just started getting more hazy and more hazy. I'm just oh like, all right, God. this is it. I'm gone. I'm, like, I'm, I'm about to die right I'm here on the football field. I literally thought for oh a second God. I was going to die on the football field. I was fighting. How, how did literally you, how were you able? Life. Did they give you oxygen or something? They call a timeout because they know you were hurt. Well, they called a timeout, <laughs> and um, and and um, you know, it just took a second for me to like get my air. It, and it's, that's why I'm saying it's scary to get the wind knocked out of you because. It's not on your time. You can't get there. You just gotta wait till your stomach releases that pain and that pain, <laughs> and then you like get the air. You're like, oh. and you finally get the. Yeah. Bro, it is the scariest feeling. I don't know anybody so scary, who's watching bro. or oh listening. It is the scariest feeling because you do not know when your wind is coming. You don't back. know, and it always <laughs> happens when you're doing something in sports. Yeah, or, poof, or yep. boxing. It probably happens all the time. Oh my god! I okay. did an interview. Um, with uh with uh Bud Crawford, <laughs> boxer, 
uh, Terrence Crawford. Yeah. And he said when it happened to him, he got hit so hard he wanted to, he wanted to tell his manager, "I'm done." <laughs> but but the dude was talking so much shit that he just didn't. He just, he just held him. But he said he really wanted to say, "I'm done." I'm done. Because <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> I ain't sign up for this. Oh, no. Hold on, time out, time out. Y'all ain't tell me it's gonna be like this. Yo, I mean, and you gotta understand. Um, I've been around football a long, long time, and I remember when uh, uh, Terrell Davis um told me he was done, yeah. and he was just on top of everything. And yep. at that time, I didn't know he was having migraines. Yeah, he was playing for uh, the Denver Broncos at the time, and uh, mm -hmm. he was saying that he was really, really having a hard time with, with having these migraines. And yeah, it was tough for him to get out of the bed. He was like B, he was like real talk, man. I I, I don't want to do it no more. It takes mm -hmm. me forty five minutes to get out the bed. Was that yeah. ever like your kind of vibe? Like absolutely during the season. Man, or so? it, there was times where my wife would have to carry me to the bathroom, literally from the bed just to the bathroom because uh, my spine was just was just so messed up that I couldn't take a step by myself because every step felt like somebody was sticking a knife no. like in my back. Um, there has been times where. My knee has been literally the size of this table. Like, <laughs> no. And, and you got to ice it up. You got to wrap it up. And you got to get right back to practice on Wednesday. Tuesday, no. Wednesday. See, this is the part of the game that- um, That's part of people don't know. They the don't people, see. We don't know that. We don't ever realize how bad you guys get oh. hurt. Like, we don't see that part. Oh we God. just know injured. We don't know yeah. um, how severe it can be mm -hmm. because- um, I had a very, very sort of rookie version of it doing Any Given Sunday with mm -hmm. Jamie Foxx and uh, LL Cool J was that we had to do the workouts with y'all. Yeah. We had to do the two-a-days with the real players, and we ran. We had to learn 52 plays in like six weeks, oh right? Oh, my God. So we was really, really, really doing it, and I was sore yeah. every – Reggie, <laughs> Reggie, I was – oh, Reggie, I thought I was going to die. Let me tell you what saved my life, the ice tub. Yeah. Because I couldn't walk, yeah. like I, my ankles, my mm -hmm. quads, um, <laughs> my um, my knees. It was just because I played basketball most of my. I ran track, played yeah. basketball, but football is like explosive. Stop, 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 chop your feet, yeah, yeah. explode, coming out, coming mm -hmm. out your brakes. Everything is. Mm -hmm. So if you're not used to it, it's like <laughs> it, it, it's like your quads are like when I I can't describe the kind of burning. It, it, it's almost like it's. Torn. Yes. Yes. It's exactly how it feels. It feels like it's torn. Exactly. Right? And the big, the funny part was, I was, I was limping back to my locker, right? <laughs> and the big dude, big dudes are in the ice tub with reading the paper. Yeah. And one of the big guys was like, "Yo, dog, you ain't gonna make it, Bill. <laughs> hey, baby, them legs dead, bro. <laughs> hey, bro, get in the tub. It's a, it's an open tub." I said, man, I ain't getting in that tub. I said, I'm gonna take me some Advils. He said, Advils ain't gonna help. Advil ain't gonna do shit. Yeah. <laughs> Did you used to get in the tub, bro? I had oh no choice. My God. Bro, you're not gonna survive football without getting in the ice tub. And I and actually, oh my you God. should while you're in season and training camp, you have to be in the ice tub every day. Every day. Every day. But, but why? Tell people why. Why do you be get in the ice tub after a game or whatever? Because of one, the lactic acid buildup that's gonna build up into your muscles, like you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, you, you, it's gonna be so sore, it's gonna feel torn, like in. Sensitive to the touch too. Yes, yes like yes. I could touch your quad. And I'll you're like, oh shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and so um, you have to get in every day because one, the amount of torture and pain that you're putting on your body right. 
the human body is not meant to survive six months <laughs> of trauma of trauma <laughs> and to be able to just walk normal out here like yeah i'm good nothing wrong with me you know and that's the, that's the thing i think that's so tough about football is um especially when you marry you got kids is you you go to work all day and you have to put on this you know this helmet this mask and you have to be this gladiator yeah and by the time you leave the facility doors you got to take that mask you got to take that helmet off and you got to go back to being a human being oh, it's hard however you still got all the pain on your body you still got all the migraines you still got all the headaches all the trauma all the foot problems ankle you just, you're bringing all that home yeah and so you know and, that's and the that, kids want to go to the movies and then the kids want to just jump on your back and they, yeah they want to go to movies watch cartoons yeah. your wife want to go do some stuff you know so that's what's so tough is just that going through um those peaks and those valleys of just pain management right uh, each and every day each and every week um it's tough and and that's why guys careers are three to four on average of three to four years because it's just it's physically humanly impossible to do it without ice tubs without you know some extra stuff that's going to help you feel better yeah uh tara owens is one of my good friends and he said he uh never started doing the ice thing until they near the end when mm -hmm. he was like you know starting to you know get, get a, little a little older, older. he was like yep. yo he said in the early part of his career he just never because he's like Didn't a super it. athlete as well freak i mean freak he's, a, he's, he's like a freaking day. He's still I mean, running four he's, four yeah like he's <laughs> he faster than any daddy i know like he just running past every daddy that's in the park like you just, what was that that was t.o he just ran to get an ice cream but yeah, that boy is, oh, he's ridiculous. <laughs> he's man. ridiculous. But I want to I want to ask you about so you were talking about longevity yeah. and the uh, span of a running back. So I just was watching ESPN and it was just really pissing me off a little bit how they counting uh, Ezekiel Elliott out, right? Yeah. So they and they always go with the analytics. Like always. that's your report card. Always. You know, they were saying, well, he used to average seven yards a carry exactly. over the last two, three years. After mm -hmm. he got the bag, he may may two or three, maybe right. four here and there. Yeah. What are your thoughts on 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 that? That's how they get you. Honestly, that's how they that's how they do you. You know, you get the contract, mm -hmm. um, and then you know, once you once you start to get a little bit older. And it's not even like. But y'all not even old, and they you're say y'all not even old. old. That's you're the 20, thing. You like, bro? I'm 28 years old. I ain't old. Y'all been putting these, putting this. Uh, <laughs> you 28 name. years old. And you a senior citizen. Exactly. Okay. And so, you know that that happened. The same thing happened to me um, when I played in New Orleans. Um, I was I had to sign a six year contract, mm -hmm. and I had been through some injuries. Um, one, I, I believe, you know, a lot of some of the injuries happened because of just playing on turf. You know, when you play on turf, oh, turf it's, it's literally the worst surface. I can't even stress this enough. It's concrete. It's the worst surface that you can play the most dangerous sport on, and yet it's I somehow for some reason, whenever the CBA comes up, they never address it. Uh, every year it keeps happening and players hate it. Every single player in the NFL hates the turf, it's the but worst, yet man. nobody has is making some kind of push. Why do you think that is because because they don't want y'all to last? Well, cuz it's <laughs> I, honestly, I, I, I at this point, I that's how I feel. I feel like it's there is a, a certain amount of that is built in because you know the NFL is about it's a young man's game. So they're always trying to find a way to replace you, right? right. And so if you're playing on this turf and on this surface and you get injury and you keep getting injured. It's like Lamar Jackson right now, right? Like what they're trying to do to him right now. Like, come on, man. This dude is in his prime. He's oh 25 years God. old. Yeah, he's missed a couple games. But so what? The dude is still the, the best, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. But 
to that point, the Baltimore Ravens used to be a turf team. And then they switched back to grass because they were having so many injuries, so Correct. many knee injuries. Right. Um, they ended up going back to natural grass. But but again, the reason why, I, it, one, it saves money for the owners. So it's easier to maintenance. You don't Absolutely. have to maintenance turf. Plastic, basically. It's plastic. And then also, um, you know, like, like you said, to your point, it could just be part of that whole cycle of, you know, this Rotating NFL vicious out. rotation. Yeah, rotation cycle where it's just like, you know, a guy's only going to last a certain amount of time. Uh, on that turf, playing on that turf. Now, speaking of Lamar Jackson, which is the topic in the NFL so right crazy, now, bro. and it's so crazy, it and I can't, off. I can't understand, I cannot fathom why a guy of his stature, what he's accomplished, mm -hmm. why he has had to wait damn near two years to yeah. get a, a solid deal. It, that it, don't, it doesn't make sense. It's because he has no agent, and they don't want to, you know. I well, don't. I think so. What's happened? What's happened is. The, the, the way that the NFL works, um, you know, whenever a quarterback gets a deal, the next quarterback up in line is trying to get a bigger deal. It's trying okay. to, and so it, it really, as much as, you know, you have quarterbacks on, on separate teams, the business side of it, they're working together. Because when Deshaun Watson got his deal from Cleveland Browns, cool. he got a fully guaranteed contract. Right. Okay, so now here we go. The next quarterback, because you're not going to say Deshaun Watson is better than Lamar Jackson right At now. All. Nobody's going to say that. <laughs> it's not even a and so no, and not, not until he can he can prove you know prove that on the field in Cleveland. Um, you know, it, I think he can get back there, but nobody would say that right now. So Lamar Jackson's turn is to go in and say, I need a guaranteed contract and I need to get more money. And so that's why I think the butting of the heads is with the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. But either way, this dude is change. He's changing. You know, the, he's changed literally the position for Baltimore Ravens. They've I mean, never had a quarterback like him ever. It's never been like. I mean, the last person I've ever seen close to it, but he wasn't as big and strong. It was Michael Vick. Yeah, like you know, just he just changes every dynamic of what y'all think y'all gonna do. And he forces <laughs> you to be honest, which means that you got to respect the run and the pass. And yes. when he drops back to throw the ball, he can throw it and put it on a dime. And so then you got to play coverage. But, however, at the same time, if those DNs and those D tackles don't get to him, he, he can take off and run. He gone, and you're not going to catch him. And so, to me, Lamar Jackson, this is the future of the quarterback position, right? Okay. We're seeing now quarterbacks who come out of college. Everybody's a dual-threat quarterback now, right? Yeah, you have to be. You have to be. Mm -hmm. Because, um, you know, the, 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 the game where, you know, the Tom Brady's, the Peyton Manning's, the Drew Brees, where those guys were just pocket passers, um, that, that's not this game anymore. No. You got to be able to move. You got to be able to extend plays with your legs. Um, that's why Patrick Mahomes is so great because yeah. he extends plays with his legs. Even though he doesn't have design runs, um, he still has the ability to extend the plays, keep his eyes down the field, throw the ball down the field. I mean, he has incredible vision. I mean, his Absolutely. instincts are ridiculous. Like, he, I always, when I'm joking with my friends, I say he the Allen Iverson of football. Because <laughs> you just be like, yeah. you can't throw it behind yeah. your back. To the running back, can, right. you, can you do a, a sidearm with your off hand? Like he just be doing bugged creative, out stuff and bro. it works. It's creative. You throw it as like hell. a screwball football, mm -hmm. and it's and the, and the guys on the slant, and it worked. Right? Absolutely. Oh my god! He, he, oh, he, I saw him do like a little scoop. Mm -hmm. Like he was just, oh. <laughs> just threw it to him. Like here, you take it, and end up being a touchdown. 
right? And so that's what you know, that's what you watch. that's what is so fun about I think about this game now is the direction of where it's headed is it's heading to these quarterbacks who can do more, right? They right. can they can they they can take off and run. Um, Jalen Hurts is another guy who I'm a huge <laughs> what a fan phenomenal of. Phenomenal year he and had, and just watching him from college when. I thought he got a raw deal in Alabama he did. He where did. he got replaced by a guy where, you know, he should have been a starting quarterback. Um, but what I thought what he did really showed um, a lot, really was was really showed me a lot about his character because he goes to, he transfers to Oklahoma. Then he goes and takes Oklahoma, you know, to, to uh, a competitive level, almost wins a Heisman Trophy. <laughs> Did, did he win it? No, he didn't win it. No, no. No, no, he didn't win it. Uh, almost wins the Heisman Trophy and then goes on to get drafted um, and then has to sit for a couple of years behind Carson Wentz mm-hmm. to last year. What we it saw was just phenomenal. ridiculous. Bro. I mean, like, he should have been MVP. should have been. I mean, should have been, I mean, been MVP. I mean, it could have went either way. But I'm saying, like, to watch his resilience, mm-hmm. you know, guys like that, you know, I feel like Jalen is kind of quiet and he, he plays with a chip. Yeah. And a lot of times what I've realized with athletes, especially guys that are high level athletes like yourself, I think that's the chip that gets you to become successful yeah. where you, you, you know, you got counted out, yep. you know, uh, yep. let's say Tom Brady was like the last of the last, last, last dude. So he had to climb up, you he know, uh, Michael way, Jordan didn't make uh, the, you know, the high school basketball team. He said, that'll be the last time I ever <laughs> Man, not- MJ got to let that go, bro. Yeah, he, 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 he tired. Hold on to that thing, don't he? He's steady holding on to that. He want to beat everybody ass on that on that bus. Right? That day. <laughs> He's still mad about that he high school hot. basketball. He hot. Are you ever gonna sit me down, Playboy? Boy. Come on, MJ. God damn. Let that man. He made a mistake. All right, we get it. Yeah. I, I mean, I think what you have done uh, masterfully is navigate through all the bumps and the bruises. Yeah. And um, and what's what's amazing is yeah. you 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 have all the accolades. Mm-hmm. You know, you did everything. I feel like you did everything the right way. Mm-hmm. And um, and then every time it seems like you come, you you just bounce back. Like you know when they had all the stuff with the Heisman Trophy yep. thing, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to, yo, Reggie Bush, you know, they count you out, count yeah. you out. You come right that back. That fueled me. That put that 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 fueled me so much mm-hmm. to go out um, and I, that's when I got drafted by New Orleans. Right. And at the time when I got drafted by New Orleans, first of all, I got there five months after Hurricane Katrina. So it was literally a ghost town. There was nobody there. Um, and m- remember this time, wow, a lot of people, a lot of people Katrina had left being- to move to either Atlanta or Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, the stadium, the Superdome, was still not rebuilt yet um, from the hurricane. Um, there were still destructions. So when I got drafted, they flew me in. I landed. The first thing they did was take me on a tour of the lower ninth ward and oh, just to see all the destruction of what happened. And so I'm in this very, very, you know, weird kind of a situation where I'm extremely happy about the opportunity that I have in right. front of me. But then as I'm driving through this neighborhood and driving, driving through these cities, it's, oh, I mean, it's- Those people were just devastated. Yes, and it was one of the most just surreal feelings. I'll never forget it. And you drive past houses and you would see spray paint in a circle. You would see a circle and yellow, and then you would see a number in the middle of that, and that represented how many bodies they found in each house. <sighs> and so for me as a young 21-year-old kid coming from L.A., coming from USC, from Hollywood, to be just kind of immersed directly into this, um, it really gave me, uh, one, it, it just put everything in perspective Facts. that there's 
a lot more out there bigger than football. Um, people who are dealing with real life things, even though this is a game that we play and we got great fans here, um, these people are dealing with something much bigger. Absolutely, and um, it it was such a surreal feeling, man. I never forget but it. But they, the fan, it was it was unbelievable. Uh, through that adversity, the fans still rallied around they did. the team. Yep, they did. Like they they loved you guys. There's a mm -hmm. special. There's a couple of NFL teams that have this like. I, I, it's hard, it's almost like cult like yeah, it's like exactly. it's like when when you I was in Houston and it was a, I was in the sports bar I was doing a show there mm -hmm. and all these New Orleans people was there and they like who that who that yeah, yeah. like bro bro I was they was all over me yes. I was like oh, I, I like the Giants yeah. okay I'm scared to say I like the Giants because it was so many Saints fans you know yep. what I mean that that uh that feeling um that you guys had is it, it, a love that runs deep exactly and I think that's the perfect way to describe it man it's like this it's like this family member. Um, you know, who you've known your whole life. Mm. Um, and then, you know, you have this opportunity to do something special for them in a time when they're in real need in, in you know, in dire need of, of um, you know, just a lot of different things. And, um, you know, my, my relationship with New Orleans, with anybody from New anybody, anytime somebody tell me they're from New Orleans, <laughs> you just I think your boy had an assistant with an <laughs> yeah. LSU sweater on there. I was like, oh, what's up, man? Are you from, you from, you from New Orleans? Yes, sir. You know, and it's like that feeling because of, of the connection that we Absolutely. had, um, the relationship that we built with the fan base down there, the support that they gave us during a time period when they didn't have they had, much. They had nothing. They had bro. nothing, you know? And so for mm. us, you know, I was so happy and so blessed to be able to play on this team with great, great players and great win coaches, a Super Bowl. And win a Super Bowl. And winning that Super Bowl for New Orleans, oh, uh, I can't even tell was you. That the right. Oh, I still get chills. I get chills right now. It was beautiful. The timing of it couldn't have been. Yeah. Oh. It was it was it was like a movie. Exactly. Right? Exactly. It, it, it was like a movie. It was like a movie. I, I'll never forget that Super Bowl. It was like a movie. I was like crying. I'm like, you know, you know, you know, you be trying to be yeah. tough, but yo, this deep yeah. as hell, bro. <laughs> and this is That's uh, how it was, man. And this is the thing about uh Reggie Bush that, you know, I'm speaking to you third person, like you're not here, but the thing that I really admire about you, man, is your character. Like you just yeah. a solid ass dude. You know what I'm Appreciate saying? That. And you never waver, man. It's like you know, now I was just, I was watching something about the NIL. Like my son plays, he's a, a high school athlete, mm -hmm. right? And so now the NIL for my son, um, anybody whose son is a teenager now, this is the first time kind of like in amateur sports where an NIL means name, image, and likeness yep. where uh, an athlete, an amateur athlete can be compensated to mm -hmm. some degree. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I remember back like in the 90s, um, there was a big stink about the college football players could not get any money off of Madden. Yeah, because but you, but you because you was, I played. Game. I, I see you yeah. in there. I see yeah, your yeah. number. Was but that cover. was that was you. Yeah. You, would, you mm -hmm. but you wasn't getting no goddamn you money. Getting no check from that. <laughs> Somebody making money off of that. Like, nice Reggie shooter. Bush is on the. What, what year were you on the uh, cover of Madden? Uh, two thousand six. I was on the cover of, of the NCAA. Uh, two thousand. No, the college version, right? The college version. Yep. NFL Live. Mm -hmm. So get this. So back then, so we. We, That's we, the reason why they stopped doing NCAA um, college football game was because of that reason, because they were making all the money off the players and the players weren't getting nothing from that. So cut to now, 2023, yeah. where an athlete can potentially have an endorsement, mm -hmm. you know, uh, in school. A high school athlete can potentially have yep. an endorsement. 
do you think it's it's fair and how do we make it fair for the athlete? Um, I, I think so the name image and likeness to me, one, I think I think it's somewhat of a scam mm-hmm. because um, name image and likeness is a thing that you always have owned. Anyway. You know, you always own your name. Mm-hmm. Your image is who you are. Your likeness is your character, who you are. Mm-hmm. But yet college football was the only space where you were not allowed to make money off of that. But yet somebody else, the billions. colleges, the universities, <laughs> the, the NCAA yeah. was making billions. Billions of dollars. Billions of dollars. Billions. They're not making millions. They're making billions Bill. of dollars. So mm-hmm. think about how many years college football has existed and how long they have been capitalizing off of the backs of college football players, right? Free basketball, talent. basketball players Same as well. Thing. And, and, and free, I was called cheap labor, right? Some people might call it free labor because one, you're not getting paid. And this is a, this thing I always hated was that they always tried to make the argument that your education was a fair trade. Right. We know that's not true. That's not. That's we not know that the bro. education is not even nowhere close because if it was, then these rules would never have been in place, right? And so, you know, in my opinion, where the name, image, and likeness is now, um, you know, I think it's a step in the right direction. Um, the person that the person or players it benefits are the stars. It benefits yeah. the stars, the star players. But I, I find I, I find every time I see people talk about it, it, it is hard to get some type of levity because um, if you're a much better athlete than mm-hmm. me and you are like Reggie Bush and I'm just Bill Bellamy, I'm a solid athlete and you are spectacular, you should get more than me, right? right? I mean, yeah. shit, you, they coming to see you. I'm just catching a few exactly. routes. Now, <laughs> how do you, how do you, that's the part that throws, throws me off. It's like, yeah. okay, so if you, you're a superstar athlete and I'm a regular athlete yeah. in college, is it going to get weird or does it, right. should it be like a standard? But the, so the issue is, is that you're still not being compensated for the work you're putting in on that field, anyway. right? I'm putting my brain at risk every time I play in a football game because I can get a concussion, I can get my knee blown off from one hit. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the risk is. The risk is on the football field, right? But yet I'm not being compensated from the employer, the university for the risk that I'm taking on this football field. Yeah, there's some different sponsors out here, Coca-Cola, um, you know what I'm saying? These some Verizon, wing, Verizon, or, whatever right, right. that that may come in and sponsor you if you're a big enough name. But what about the second stream guys? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they still putting in work and practice. They got to do practice squad. They got to give the the the, the, the starters looks. Um, they still got to go to workouts. They still grinding and 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 um, doing everything else the star players are doing. Except you know, obviously Getting during game days, money. game days, and so you have a big body, you know, a big group of of players um, that you know may not be as recognizable, or may not have the same you know stature as the quarterback, the star quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. And so my thing is just that. Well, what about those other guys? Because they're still they're still putting the same risk into the game as everybody else is on this football field but they're not being paid for that. And so I think the next step is we got to get college football players and college basketball players paid by the universities Period. for the work that they're putting in. There should on be the some field. type of stipend, you know. I mean, you know, I, I was in college and I was I had never had no money. I was like, man. It was crazy, it's crazy it's how crazy how poor you are when you're a college student. First of all, this whole college this whole college thing, you know, to me is it, so crazy because 
you know, you got these student loan debts that yep. people take out and they just they spend years and years after they leave college paying it off. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I remember when I was in college, our monthly stipend that we got was one thousand dollars a month. That's all I had to live off of. My rent alone <laughs> between like me and my and between me and my roommate together was fourteen eighty. Right. So that means we split seven hundred and forty dollars a piece. Oh my god! I got two hundred dollars to work with. Dollars. Bro, I got $260 left to work with for the month. Yeah, that's living in LA. Yeah, that's that's how is that possible? It's not it's just awful. You got it's, bills, you got gas, you got gas, you got food you're trying to eat, you know what I'm saying? Like all And you gotta keep your weight up, you playing you football, and, and you gotta eat like five, six times a Bro, day. You gotta eat so much playing football. That's the other Ooh, thing too. <laughs> you you gotta, gotta eat grind, all day. man. You gotta grind. Do you miss it now? Um, you know, now that you've been retired and yeah. you got so many other things going on, like do you, every now and then you'd be like, man. I, I, do you ever miss just going out to the adrenaline of absolutely yeah. absolutely all the time i miss the game uh, i miss seeing the fans both the the home fans i love i loved playing away because i love going into somebody else's stadium listen to their fans talk shit and, and say up. all kind of crazy <laughs> stuff and then turn up on their ass <laughs> and just turn up on oh, their ass and then God. watch how quiet they get. Yeah, you shut all that it, down. And you shut all that energy down. You're like, yeah, what's up now, punk? Yeah, I mean, th that was that was um, one of the things that I love most about any given Sunday. That thing that I still carry with Bro, me. That's my to favorite this movie, day. by the way. Oh, you, I think it's favorite one of the dopest movie, favorite movie football of all movies. Time. Is that you gotta want it in life? Like yeah. you have to wake up. Feeling it, believing mm -hmm. it, and then tasting it to a level that no one else does. Exactly. That's that's your edge yeah. in life. You, you know gotta, what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta go to that to that um you gotta go to that dark space, um, honestly, in football, because you gotta go to that space where um, you know, it's it's you and only you and where nobody else can can really survive. Like you gotta walk this narrow path to 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 be able to just get to the heights and make the money. Um, you know, that you, you know, hope that you can make to provide for your family and, and to be able to build off of and to and to invest with and to, you know, all these different things that life requires. Um, you know, it's 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 very tough. And, right. you know, playing football as much as we see it on, on Sundays and we see it on TV and it's exciting and it's fun and it's big hits and all these different things. Every single player that goes home after that game feels like shit. <laughs> Every whether you win or you lose, you still hurt. If you win, it feels a little bit a little better, bit. but you still feel it still feel like shit. You know, so oh my God, that's it's so not funny. a sport where you're going to feel good. Yeah, you know, it's a sport your where your body is taxed. Most of the, most of the time, you're gonna feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, uh, one, what's what, what's one of the most sage uh, advice you ever got for somebody while you were playing? Something that you still carry with you today. Um, man, wow. Um, keep your keep your circle tight. Keep it small. Um, and you put me on the spot. I usually, I promise you, as soon as I leave here, I'm gonna have like you gonna have twenty ten of them. No, good ones. Okay, but just like, you can, we can always come back to it if it pops in your head. I got one funny thing I want to throw yeah. at you. You are the only person, a uh, black male that I know that uh, survived the uh, Kardashian curse. Did <laughs> 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 You is the only survivor, Reggie. Was it was it court vision? Did you see the the, hey, the listen, tunnel was closed and I you got you, your ass out of I there? I told you, I've always been blessed with great vision. 
on and off the field. Reggie, right? you got out of there Listen. before the building blew up, Reggie. <laughs> Nobody listen, survived listen. it. Kanye could survive it. <laughs> Lamar, Chris Humphreys, whoever. Uh, they all tried it and it, it was tornado. Nah. Ray J, he's still walking around here with one flip flop. I'm like, man, what the hell did this woman do to these men? Man, listen, you know, I, I, I don't want to be the guy that's You still that's got going good skin. <laughs> your smile is brighter. You got your own family. It looked like you just... Boy, it looked like you know how when you on a game show you and you tap yeah. and you and you got out right there. <laughs> you, you got listen, man. You you know different relationships, different things happen, right? For 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 a reason. You meet people that come into your life for Absolutely. a reason. Um, sometimes you meet people to 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 you know to to pull you into certain directions, and sometimes sometimes you meet people to say that okay, that's not the direction that I want to go. Okay, you know for the rest of my life, so I'm gonna go this direction and. But at the end of the day, you got to be able to recognize those signs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Man. And that's what that's where a lot of people, you kind of talked about, um, uh, I forget what you said earlier, but just, just about, you know, being able to overcome, you know, certain things yeah, in my life, man. obstacles, and, and being able to not waver from who you are. And I think that's so big, it's so important because we go through life and shit happens, right? Things happen um, and nobody's going to go through life without being tested. Right. Yeah. Nobody's Nobody. gonna go through life without being tested. Bruh. And that's one of the things and I maybe this goes back to your question of the, the, the most important advice I got is just being able to not waver from who you are in the face of trauma, in the face of adversity, in the face of life just punching you in the face and and and, and you gotta get back up because again, that's what I think football has taught me, right? At the end of the day, football raised me. I was raised by my mom and, and, and my stepdad, um, but really football raised me. And, and you know, I was born into, um, you know, this sport, which is, in my, in my opinion, is like being born into the jungle. Like you're born into Facts. complete chaos. And <laughs> it's so true. The thing for me, it be, the football field became my place of peace. And when you think about that, the football field is the most unpeaceful place, right? But yet, somehow, someway, I found peace in that. And that's what football, I think, ultimately teaches you is when you get your ass knocked down, get back up. Get up. Don't stay down. Get back up. And if you stay down, you're never going to recover, right? And so, you know, that I think that's so important for for one, yeah, just I'm, anybody, I'm glad you're you know, people that are watching and listening to you, man, it's like your your proof is in the pudding. You have been through it. I mean, I've you been know, through hell going and back. back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I, when I saw you on the um, in the Wendy's commercial, yeah, <laughs> and you know they're making light of the situation, but mm -hmm. I was just like, yo, just lean into it. Yeah, you know, you ain't running from it. You ain't, you know, not at all. It's like, look, man, I. I feel honestly, in a, because I just love you, and I feel like your talent speaks for itself. They need to give you a Heisman. Absolutely, back. and we're working on need, it. And, and and you need to be Hall of Fame. I appreciate that. I, I, I mean, for real. I mean, ain't no other bushes. Well, I'm in. I mean, uh, they, no just, they just accepted me into the College Football Hall of Fame. Ah, so I just got give into me that. Some. Let me get appreciate some. You. Let me get some. RB. Appreciate you, man. Stop yes, playing sir. with me, man. <laughs> they can't deny talent, nah, man. You can't. Just watch the tape. That's watch it. the tape and make the decision. To, and, to, and, that, and that's easy. all I ever wanted to be. It was like I wanted, I just wanted to be nice on the football field. That was it. Like whether you liked me off the field or not, whether your personalities and my personality didn't vibe, 
But do you respect what I did on that football oh, field? And about. at the end of the day, that's what I teach my kids is oh, that. And it's funny because my daughter said this the, um, the other day. She was talking about, you know, maybe some of the girls don't like her mm-hmm. on his team, the soccer team that she's on. And I was like, listen, baby, at the end of the day, not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to vibe with you. And they might even be jealous, right? But regardless, if you go out there and you ball and you – knock some people around and you show that you know you that you can you can do this um then they're gonna have to respect you Come and they're gonna on, have man. to when they walk by you they have to say they're and gonna have to say what's up to you and tell them your daddy can fight exactly. <laughs> your daddy can fight exactly. so just exactly. get real they want to get real i come up there but i'm trying not to i'm trying to be a respectful black father right now you know what i'm saying exactly. <laughs> on the on the show we do this with all i guess it's a lot of fun we it's called all facts mm-hmm. i'm gonna ask you a question okay. all you got to do is tell the truth that tell the truth, the truth but the whole truth so help right. you god all right, all right i'll give you right now all, right, all facts with reggie bush Mm-hmm. Top five USC football players to ever play, including yourself. Go. You got four choices. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna throw OJ Simpson in there. Bam. Got to put the juice in the there. Juice. Um, I'm gonna put Junior Seau in there. Junior um, Seau. I grew up in San Diego. I grew up in San Diego, and when you lived in San Diego growing up, um, I played baseball and football. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to. Play any of those sports. Your two idols in San Diego was Tony Gwynn or yeah, Junior Seau. Absolutely, those are the two guys. So I got to put Junior in there, um, and then I'm gonna put uh, my guy Matt Leinard in there. Got just you. because that's my brother. He yes, won the Heisman Trophy. We did some special stuff together, and then I'm gonna put Marcus Allen in there as well. Got to put Marcus in there. I hate that it's not enough spaces because I you got Troy Palomalu out yeah. there. Well, y'all run heavy though. You got know, my dog the Trojans Lind- is big. My dog Lindell White, ah! who deserves to be in there, you know. But um, man, some just some great players that um, I've played with and guys that really paved the pathway for me. Um, you know, who I just to this day I look up to. Okay, all facts with Reggie Bush. Number question number two: If you had to pick five guys that you think as that might be as fast as you. Like when you might. Now, I mean, I'm saying they fast. Now, I don't know if you, you know, give me five guys, present day football players right now that you know got the got the right. wheels, got the wheels, got the right. burners. And cheetah. I'm gonna put Bam. Cheetah in Gotta there. Gotta say Cheetah. Gotta put Cheetah in there. Mm-hmm. Um speed, speed, speed. Um ah, this this running back, uh Raheem Morstead. I watched this dude one time take a Oh my God! He took a pitch one time. He, I think he ran track and field too. I believe he, had he did. To. <laughs> this dude, he took off. This is when he played for the 49ers. I think he got traded now. But man, he was moving. <laughs> and I was like, God <laughs> damn, he fast as hell. Um, so Cheetah, Raheem, uh, Raheem Morstead, um, speed, speed, speed. God dang it! Oh, I'm gonna draw a blank on the guys. I'm, I'm thinking right now. Who you now. got? Uh, that I want to add to that. That's uh, got them wheels. Um, I'm thinking like the real wheels, like you like like oh, yeah, the this burner burners. Different. Um, why, why am I receiver. drawing a blank right now? What about my man? What about my man? Um, oh, we Which gotta team? go with OBJ. Yeah, OBJ. Of course, yeah, yeah. OBJ, OBJ for OBJ sure. Freakishly for fast. Sure, He's crazy. Oh, fast. I mean, crazy he, fast. OBJ crazy fast. He's from the yeah. Who cra- else? Chaz, you got somebody? Anybody else got somebody that's super fast in the NFL right now? Because we we drawing a blank. I know Cheetah, we got- Cheetah just won a, a a sprint. He ran in in, in, a, in track in track and field. I was like and ran off a, the goddamn TV. Sixty. It was like a sixty meter sprint indoor and blew the rest of the team, blew the rest of the guys away. Terry, so, Terry, you can't cheat. You can't Google it. 
I think you can't. You, can, you got to go from the head. He got. Hey Reggie, can't go for the head. He was like, Yo, I'm throwing a blank. Like, Yo, this shit good. That's a good question. But you hit me with all facts, and I'm done. <laughs> we we tapped out at three. It's Reggie. I'm remember, so it's Reggie. I'm remember some guys. Cheetah, Raheem, I know it's two more. Come on, man. All of us can't come up too fast. Oh, in the, no. Everybody fast in the NFL. Everybody's fast, but you're talking about like next I'm level talking, speed. Yeah, yeah I'm like, talking about the burners. Yeah, when he t- when he get the ball, he take off. Ain't nobody <laughs> catching him. Gone. Um, Help! Can I get a lifeline? Oh God, uh, yeah, we need a lifeline in here. Okay. <laughs> all right. We we all right. Well, I'll do one more real quick. Then I'll do a quick, uh, easier one, easier one, easier one. Three, two, one. Hey, all facts with Reggie Bush. The hardest hitters you've ever seen in NFL football. Oh, my God. All right, I'm going to put Ray Lewis in there for sure. Not even a question. He's going to knock people silly out. (laughs) Um, I'm going to put Troy Palomalu in there because he used to destroy people coming across the middle. And then wave his little conditioned hand. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who else? I'm going to put probably Brian Dawkins in there because he used to just decapitate people, like literally just knock people out. BD, shout out to BD. Who else? Um... Who else? I got to be a, uh, a defensive end. Um, oh, you going? You going? You want to go defensive end? You going to go defensive end? Oh, you should destroy people. Um, Lawrence Taylor. I mean, yeah, Lawrence. Well, you going old school? Old school. Uh, I was just saying. I mean, you, you want to go like that? Uh, you know, I always try to throw the Giants <laughs> in whenever I can. If I can throw one quick Giant player in anywhere, I do it. If you want to throw, if you want to go that direction, man, it's it's a lot of guys. Ronnie Lott. Oh, come Ronnie on, Lott. baby. Stop you know what's crazy with me? You know what's Ur-Laka. crazy about Ronnie Lott? Brian? Ronnie, Ronnie Lott used to, when I was at USC, he'd come to, our, come to our team a few times and give a speech. And he always told this speech about when he had to get his his finger amputated. Amputated. Yeah, that's, that's During the game. game. Ain't no way, bro. I don't. I love football, but there's no way in God's green earth you could have came to me and been like, hey, cut it off. We got to cut it. I'm going to cut, cut it off, off, dog. I'm good. Hell, hey, man, hit it with the axe. Hell, what? You won't even find an athlete like that right now that's willing to do that. Hey, bro, get it out of there, bro. <laughs> it's broke, man. Ain't no way. Look up. <laughs> so Ain't how did no he, how way. Did he, how was he able to play? Did he explain like what did he do? He, he so taped it? I, obviously he, it got smashed up in between helmets. So I think it was what he said. And then um, during the game, he was just like, just cut it off. I'm gonna go back in here and play. I just I would love to go back in that time period and be like, hey, bro, don't do it. Don't cut it off. <laughs> hey, don't cut it hey, off. Listen, just just you just go what? to bed. We, go to bed. <laughs> we got doctors out here. We can yeah. get you some surgery. You could. We can put it, but he did, but that's the mentality you have to have going back to crazy. what you said. Yeah. You got to be a monster to play the game. And that's you know I know that's an, an extreme level. But you got to play with broken bones in football. You got to play with torn ligaments. You got to play with, play through concussions. I played through many concussions. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to play through stingers. I think stingers is one of the worst painful feelings I've ever had is when you get hit and your neck goes a certain way and it pushes on a nerve. I, I had stingers really bad when I played in Miami and I got hit one time and the pain shot down my arm and it literally felt like somebody had a blowtorch right in the middle of my hand. It was Ooh. so hot and burning. And I had to finish the game. I had to play the game. Like, just like that. Like, just every it never, time. It didn't go away? Hell no, it didn't go away. And I remember talking to uh, Brian Cox. He was, um, Brian Cox, another guy who was a dog. Yes. Um, he was on our team. He was, a, he was a coach at the time. And he I remember him telling me the story. His rookie year, he broke his neck. 
and 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 um and because he knew I was dealing with stingers, he was like, "You got to just go into the shower, you got to make it as hot as you can, and just sit there for as long as you can." I was like, "Oh, great advice, man! Thank you. That's gonna fix my neck. <laughs> That's gonna fix my. <laughs> I was like, gonna fix my neck back together. Pour but, some water on it." <laughs> but it's it's that level of of extreme injuries that you have to play through in the NFL. And those are the things that people don't see. Like, yeah, you see us scoring touchdowns on Sundays. You see people winning games and they're celebrating and all these different things. But like you said, you got to be in an ice tub. If you ain't in an ice tub, you are not <sighs> going, going to me. survive. Oh. You will not survive in the league. Well, Reggie, I really appreciate you stopping by Top Billing. You you man. give us some platinum stylish. You, 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 anytime you want to come by. You, you got my gotta, guy over here about to come in? Yeah, we Godfrey? got Godfrey. Godfrey's on deck. He's getting ready to come do an interview. We got everybody coming by. We're right here in Hollywood, California. We got the legend. We got the Mr. Spectacular, Reggie Bush. It's a pleasure to have you, man. man. And you are that guy. Appreciate you, You are bro. that guy Thank all you, man. day, and all day. And he's still fast. Don't get <laughs> Him and T.O., the fastest fathers I know, <laughs> Only on top billing, y'all. Yes, we'll sir. see you on the next one. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Milk is chilling. Kiss is chilling. What more can